everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode number 145. That's not that's not number 45 for you, Trump Peters. That's 145. It's Dude, it's funny. We've just, um, about a month ago, right, we went over a two-year anniversary. Yep, and we celebrated it not at all. Right, but it's like, dude, that's, that's, that's 145. That's 70 episodes a year, man. I Wow. I can't believe we've dude, actually we have gotten another, that. If we have another... If we have another pandemic, we'll do we'll do one a day. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Go to the woodshed. Yeah. Well, it looks like what what are you talking about? It looks like we do have another pandemic. Everyone's making such a big deal about this fucking omni chrome or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah, and uh, it's funny because we have two kinds of listeners. I think people who struggle to keep up and people who listen to them as soon as they come out and then start telling us about whether they were good or not. So. <laughs> That's and that, and that's actually an interesting thing to talk about maybe later or something is the way maybe. that people listen to us and also, I mean you had an idea a while back and that was uh, asking people you know if they started from the beginning or if they like to just start at the latest one and then work their way backwards. That's kind of an interesting. Uh, maybe that says well, something about someone's personality. Is, you know, and, and we're definitely gonna have to talk about that later because I think it ties in with a letter that we're gonna read. But it's so anyway. Of course, you can get us at. Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook. Join the Punk Till I Die podcast Facebook group. That's where we talk a lot of trash, and we probably will talk about that a little bit later, too, if we get to it. Um, and, of course, you can email us at punktillidie77 at Gmail, or you can send us a message on Facebook or whatever. We, we're pretty responsive. Not, I mean, we, we do pretty good, I think, at it. Yeah, and I, I do... I like mean, if I, we're at work, we'll respond to you, but if like we're at home having a life, it might take longer. I did put together an Instagram page uh, a couple of years ago, so the, we yep. do we do have a thing on Instagram. Now, do I check you it check every it. day? Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot the password to it for a while, actually, but but I am in it again now, so if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do that. Um and if you send us a message, because we have bands that send us shit on Instagram. And, uh, you know, because I might only check that once or twice a week. I'm, you know, I'm not great at that, but I'll, I'll, I'll try and get better. I, I keep threatening Lydia that I'm going to put her in charge of our Instagram social media account. So and then maybe she'll, then I'll put it on her to have to check it and she can publicize it and stuff. She'd probably kids. enjoy that for like a month and go great guns and then get bored of burned out of it like the rest of us. Well, she keeps telling me that we should put a Twitch together. And I don't even know really what the fuck that is. So I'm like, well, if you want to do it for us, go for it. You Dude, know? what about a TikTok where you like uh, dance around <laughs> to some crappy song for 30 seconds? No, like people could just watch us recording this for 30 seconds. That'll it'll be, it, it'll be Neil. It'll be Neil shaking his ass going, I'll tell you what I want when I really, really want. <laughs> and someone is now about to put that to music. Well done, Tom. I don't think I gave him enough. Yeah, and I don't well, know any of the other words. So. You have to do the extended, extended mix. So yeah, reach out to us. You know, I, I think you know those of you who listen to episode one forty two, you all know that I have the bloodlust now. So you know, maybe you guys can make some suggestions for what animal I should bludgeon next. Well, apparently, uh, did uh, did Richard send in a picture of his dog? Uh, was <laughs> he? <laughs> there will be a small fee for euthanasia. Now, the anyway. funny thing was, okay, so people will have noticed that we didn't go mental. It was one of those ones, again, where we put up 142 before yeah. I put up 141. And there is a method to that madness, because any show that we do that's like normally just the two of us talking, right, and we're talking about something that's kind of timely in the news, we're more likely to put that up before an interview, 
to keep it timely because there's no point in a saying we're going to a show and then you don't hear it for another three months or whatever, right? So um, that's why 142 went up before 141, uh, which was the Reverend Beatman um, yeah. interview. Which, which was, once again, and I know we did the same thing with that with that Ryan from 500 Miles to Memphis. Yeah, it wasn't like there was anything wrong with it. The Beatman interview also was funny. You know, it was it was great fun actually. Uh, it was just yeah, it was just a matter of timeliness. It wasn't because those interviews are kind of timeless. Timeless, yes. Yes, yeah. Um, and so far, I mean, even though I only put Beatman up this morning, we're getting a lot of uh, good uh, good feedback on that. There was a, I don't inf- even think you made a post about putting it up, did you? No, I, I didn't. Cause, well, here was the funny thing about that. I didn't even mean to – I didn't mean for it to get posted this morning because just to get technical a minute, here's the way it okay. works. I don't know how this works, so. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, so I stage it. So I have the I have the podcast here that I've recorded and put together and everything, right? So I send that up via FTP to our site, and then there's some lines of code I have to type in, which actually, you know, refresh the feed. Um, so yesterday I, 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 I posted the MP3. I, I put it up there, but I didn't type the lines of code. So I, I wasn't planning on doing that till Wednesday, and today's only t- Tuesday. Um, before Where did the code come from, Neil? Where did the code come from? Well, according to so I asked our technical expert, uh, Adam, and he said that um, it automatically checks after a while because the code the code I I put in there it basically just says oh don't look at the old XML file look at this one so I manu- but I guess it does that automatically if it sees a new one after a certain amount of time it just ages out or something oh. it does it automatically so that's why one forty th- uh, the the Beatman episode went up. When, before I meant it to, actually, I, d- I didn't mean to do it till till tomorrow. It's like Skynet, dude. Yeah, it freaked okay. me. The, it freaked me the fuck out when Mike was mailman. Mike was like, um, "Great episode." I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> That's, you're not even supposed to have heard that yet. But the beat man, the beat man was a hit. It was man. He so, was. I thought that was a. I thought that was a really really interesting episode, and I was nervous as hell about that one. Yeah, and I think we're going to definitely, you know, I think we have some opportunities to talk to more European people, and I think we're going to try to do that. I mean, a case by case basis. Certainly, we're not going to do that week after week. But uh, there's some interesting, you know, their situation is a little different than ours, so it's kind of interesting. So. No, it is. It is as well as as yeah. long as their English is uh, is sufficient, right? Um, or at least like it's bad enough that we can laugh with them. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Neil. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and play. I, I think I'm gonna play a song. Okay, sir, you, you do that. Yes, it's your show. And then I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm going to play this song, and then when I come back, we'll talk about it a little bit All before right. we get into some other stuff. Um, I did go to a show this week on Tuesday. So this week, just so you know, was Thanksgiving. This past weekend, long weekend. Now we're in the following week. Getting dangerously close to December. Yep. It'll be probably mid-December by the time you hear this. Um, but yeah, I went and saw Municipal Waste. And the cool thing about it was it was a four-band bill, a big big tour. And this was the very last show of the tour, and they didn't have to get canceled for COVID. So <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was Municipal Waste from Virginia. It was Crowbar from New Orleans. It was Skeletal Remains from L.A. And Dead Heat from Oxnard, who I'm going to... I'm going to talk more about them later. But anyway, this is such a great Municipal Waste song. It's got like a cartoon video. You should check it out. It's from their Fatal Feast album, which came out a few years ago. And the song is three words that no man ever wants to hear at the bar or in the bedroom. <laughs> You're cut off. You're cut off. Why can I say? You're cut off. I'm a rap player. You're cut off. All that I want. You're cut off. Touching more shot. Food, freaking down the sweet. Someone tells me I can drink. They don't see the weed. 
municipal waste there with your cut off. Definitely um, a little heavy, a little on the heavier side. I know a lot of people, you know, there's a surprising amount of people that do like that stuff, like I do. But I know there's some that don't. So. That's me. Like me, I don't particularly like that at all. When they did punk rock bowling, um, I was just sat pa- patiently at the other stage because they were showing that they were showing the municipal waste from the other stage on a video screen on the main stage. Oh, was that and, right? Yeah, oh, no. yeah. And so I was just I was looking at actually I was looking to see if I could see you in the crowd, but you know, crowd, I, I crowd surfing with your pants I, off or something. No, no, I did not get particularly close. And even this, the, their mosh pits are, are brutal. I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah, um, I can't, I can't even remember who I, who was I waiting for at the main stage. Was I waiting for Devo? Was that the night was Devo that, played? Was that Sunday? That might yeah, have been. That might have been because I think Municipal Waste was the last band of the night they played. Yeah, on the side stage. Yeah, um, but it was cool. It was it was cool. Uh, I went with my daughter, which we don't get to do very much anymore, which was kind of cool. She came over for I don't know, pick up some more stuff or something, and I said, "Hey, let's." I said, "You want to go to a show?" And she said, "Sure." I said, "I'll take you to dinner," and you know, it was fun. It was a good time. So which so uh, but, so where were they playing? Uh, the inner the, the it was supposed to be in like the thousand person room at the intersection, but it did not sell well enough, so they moved it to like the five hundred room. So it was really packed. Um, and the inter- cool. and the intersection is the one that is by Founders Brewery, right? In, yeah, in yeah, band, it's got downtown Grand Rapids. Multiple, multiple rooms in the same venue, okay. up to I think one of the rooms is like fifteen hundred. Um, I gotta say, and I don't know if this is true about Chicago, but people have just not come back to the shows. I mean, the show, the attendance of the shows has not been what it was two years ago. Which puzzles me completely. Yeah, you think people would be hungry to get out, right? Or they're too scared. But, I mean, geez, we're, we're what? Coming into two years into this pandemic now. And it's clear that it killed, uh, you know. It, I mean, it's, it not, it's not great, but it's like less than 1%, right? So what, what are people well, frightened of? This new variant that we were kind of mocking or talking about, it, it, it appears at first glance, now granted, you know they're still studying it, but it's 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 say the possibilities for mutation are just incredible, but it seems milder, and that's kind of what always happens as a new disease gets you oh, know, yeah. entered into. So so you know. Well, yeah, I mean the, know, the, the the original it, the original doctors that discovered it in South Africa have said, yeah, it can spread really easily, but the symptoms are really mild. So I don't understand why the Dow is crashing and why people are getting fucking freaked out about it. it well, one <laughs> of the one of the big lies about the Delta variant was the way the way infectious disease works, and any infectious disease person will tell you this. I'm not an expert on this stuff by any stretch of the imagination. Is that something can either be more deadly? or more contagious it can't be both because by its very nature if something is more contagious you know the host has to survive as opposed to if it's more deadly the host dies makes sense so it's so funny because all these people oh just stop the spread of medical misinformation while all these proper news outlets are saying well the more contagious and deadly variant and it just was never was never true but fear sells man fear sells and it's definitely divided us, you know, among people who some people it's it's like they were looking for an excuse to live in petrifying fear for the rest of their life, and this was it. So that that has that, and I I don't think those are municipal waste fans because there was no social distancing at this thing, and they were smashing into one another in the air. So yeah, of course they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't, but yeah, but anyway, my point being, yeah, the shows just don't seem to be as well attended. And once again, I respect people's right to do whatever they want. I think it's kind of sad, but. Well, um, I, I was I was talking to someone. Well, I wasn't talking to them. I made a comment last week. Someone posted on Facebook, said I miss shows, and this was someone in Chicago. And I'm like, "What do you mean? Well, you, that you're, you're choosing that. Well, I, well, exactly. I'm like, dude, what do you mean you miss shows? I said I've been going to shows since last June. And maybe probably, they're taking care of their. Maybe they're taking care of their parents. Maybe there's some 
extenuating circumstance. I mean, maybe they, but they didn't put it like that. They they made it sound like you know that there hadn't been yeah. any shows that, and they'd been you know really missing it. And it's like, dude, if you want shows, you can go out any weekend and see a show. Yeah. I mean, things have been back since you know. I mean, we'll be. We'll be back at Raggi's. I mean, I don't know if this episode will even be out. We'll put it on our Facebook page. You, you and I, and of course the famous, more even more famous than us, Scott, will be with me. We will be at Reggie's on the 11th of December, which is a Saturday night. Yep. To see the Queers and Susie Moon. Yep, we sure will. And um, I'll tell you what, if we do happen to do a live a live episode, yeah, uh, or you know, do an episode all together that weekend, we got to get Scott to say hello on the mic because you've mentioned yeah, his name we, probably a million times. Well, and I was, you know, we, we originally were going to do like a big Christmas thing and the big Christmas thing kind of got, but through no fault of anybody's own, a friend of ours was helping put it together and it just, we kind of waited too long in the year and all the bands were either booked or were just not available. So we're going to do it in the spring, but we, so our Christmas thing kind of got the kibosh. So that might be the closest thing we're going to have to a proper punk light eye Christmas might be, you know, seeing the queers play at Reggie's and yeah, having a few, having a few old styles or something. So we, we shall see about that. I mean, looking at um, looking at Susie Moon's um, Instagram, she's a she's a very avid Instagram poster. She, Dude, it seems like their shows are wild by the looks of some of the photos that she posts. <laughs> there's a review of one on the Punk News website, and it's very highly reviewed. On Punk News, yeah. Who reviewed that? John. Oh, interesting. Which okay. his shows are? I mean, he he's, he always gives a lot of stars, but uh, I am interested to see her. Yep, for sure. So yeah, I mean, I, I have no reason to believe she's not very good. Yep, yep, yep. So, so, yeah, I'm looking. Anyway. For, I'm looking forward to that one as well. So I got that one in Jan- in December, and then I got the Meteors coming up in January, which I'm looking forward to. Haven't seen them since 1982, I don't think. So it's nice. going to be 40 years since I've seen them. I wonder if I'll still fit in my old T-shirt. <laughs> How about your jeans? How about your old jeans? How about your uh, white jean shorts that you like to wear to shows? <laughs> that's when I go and see Wham. That's what, that's, that's what that so, one is. So anyway, you know. So anyway, I was tying this together, Neil. So allow me to tie this together. So we just had Thanksgiving, and it, it made me think about this. The, Tom, the, let me interrupt uh, one second. Let me interrupt one second. Yes. While you're tying this together, do I have time to go to the fridge and get another beer? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. You go ahead. I'll Can be you right hear back. me when you go to the fridge, or no? Oh no, no, because I'm in headphones. So. So just just talk for just talk for two minutes and we'll be good. Two minutes. But I but I, I need you to be here to hear what I'm saying, Neil. I need you to corroborate my statement. I'm on call this week for work, so I can't drink. So if I appear sort of drunk, it's because I had to work pretty much all night last night. I only slept for an hour and a half, so. So people listen. Every time you see a municipal guy standing by the side of the road and it looks like he's not doing much, he probably isn't. But there's also other winter nights where we're outside working till four o'clock in the morning and crawling into our bed for an hour to sleep so that you know your sewer doesn't fill up your basement. So you're telling them about your little you you working last night? Is that what my you little were adventure about? last night? Yeah. yeah. So you know you know what it was all about Neil? Some somebody it, we had horrible weather last night. It was that snow sleet ice slushy kind of thing, and somebody hit a power pole so hmm. some of our lift stations lost power so i'm out dragging this freaking generator around while it's so slippery my tr- four-wheel drive truck will barely make it up and down the road oh good god wow but it was you know what time and a half i basically made what i used to make in a week last night so it'll be all right yeah but still that still sucks though man 
Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's what I was. That's what I was saying to the listeners while you're gone. Is we see these city guys or county guys or municipal guys look like they don't do anything. Sometimes they're not, but other times they're out at four in the morning so that your basement doesn't fill up with sewer. Tom, let me let me tie this back into the thing, the show you were just talking about. You just helped to clean out the municipal waste. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, no, what I was going to say was, I, 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 you know, the Thanksgiving time, we assess what we're grateful for. And I am, I honestly am grateful for the connections and friendships we've made through this thing. So before I went to the show, through this podcast, before I went to the show, uh, a listener named Albert reached out. Who we, I, You met him at Punk Rock Bowling, too, I think, didn't you, Neil? Remember Albert? Yeah, but isn't he from, uh, he's from L.A., isn't he? Yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, I shouldn't say Los Angeles. Somewhere in Southern California because, you know, we always talk about that. Southern California is very large. Yep. When his kid told me where he was from, I'm like just smiling and nodding like, like I'm just thinking <laughs> where that is. Yeah, yeah. But, but he sent us an email. Like I said, we met him at Punk Rock Bowling. Nice guy. And he sent us an email and said, hey, my son is touring with this with this show. So you have to go you have to go meet him. So Oh, cool. He's actually documenting like on film the first band who are called Dead Heat. Who are interesting because they're they're definitely like a crossover thrash band, but they're from Oxnard and they play with like all those old bands, like they play with Stalag Thirteen and bands like that. Even oh, though okay. they're definitely a little on the heavier side. So I went over to their merch table and he wasn't there. And later he came and found me. Super nice kids named Ruben. Um, he took a he's into like all this old fashioned stuff. Like he took a picture of us with a, a Polaroid. Oh wow! I have a, I have a picture of the picture. I'll have to put it on the. But, uh, but yeah, real real nice kid, and uh, yeah, he's doing his video in like uh, VHS. Stop it, tour. dude! I'm serious. <laughs> Everything old is new again, dude. That's so, so anyway, funny. I, just, that... I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, we travel all over the country, and actually, we don't travel. But you know, when we travel over the country, we often run into people. You know, I met a lot of people, that, a lot of listeners last year. Yeah, this was you know kind of cool. They came came right to us, so. Dude, it's funny. Anyway. You, it's funny you mentioned VHS because we, you know, I was doing a doing a clean out because I'm probably going to move sometime in the not too distant future. You've and been was, threatening that for a long time, but you actually think it's going to happen now? Yeah, right? I do. I do in the new year. Um, but I was doing a clean out, and I've got I've got like five thousand VHS tapes. I was like, you know, when Laura's like, Are um, any of them not porn? Actually, a lot of them were Atlanta Falcons games. Believe it or not. <laughs> so because we used probably, to be, probably let those go, huh? Well, we used to be so bad. That um, if we did win a game, I would I would try and score a copy of it off the internet and stuff. This was back in the days of like of like AOL and shit like that, right? So, um, it took sixteen I, hours to download it. I got like, oh no, no, we'd swap videotapes. We'd oh, we'd okay. yeah, I'd mail them old old school. Um, this is going back. This is going back decade at least. Uh, and so anyway, I had this big, huge fucking plastic bin full of old videotapes. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I don't even have a VHS player. Uh, yeah, so I'm just... Yeah. Right now, they're sitting outside on the back porch. I'm just going to dump them in a dumpster, I'm sure. But uh, it's probably about 60 VHS tapes. Well, anyway, what was I going to get to? Oh, the other, the other fun thing about this show... My daughter, of course, is a minor. So she had the black M's on her hands, the giant black M's. She's 20 and a half now. This is and, the this is the older daughter though, right? Because yeah, the other one's still in high school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that just moved out. The one yep, that yep. My, my show buddy, um, and she was working the M's off all night long. Once in a while, I'll let her have a drink around the house. I'm not super huge into feeding my kids alcohol, just because you know. But uh, she really was bugging me to buy her a drink, and I did buy her a drink. You ever you ever do that with your daughter when you were at a show underage? 
Oh God, are you kidding me? Yeah, all the time. See, Constantly, huh? I have, See, a, I, I have, a, I have a I knew thing. It wouldn't be a moral quandary with you, Neil. No, not at all. Well, uh, a. Well, I just didn't want to get thrown out of the show. That's why I made her wait oh. to the last band. No, I get that completely. I get that bit completely. But the American stance on alcohol has always confused me. So you can join the army, you can buy a gun, you can do all this stuff at an early age, but you can't have a sip of alcohol till you're twenty-one. That doesn't make any fucking sense, does it? I no. mean, England's eighteen, France is sixteen. Yeah, I don't um, like the tiered adulthood thing. I really, uh, I, don't, I don't like it. Either. No, I agree. Right, and 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 it's like, um, you know, and the more you make it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Taboo. Taboo. Thank you. The the more you make it taboo, the more kids are going to binge drink and stuff. So I think if you bring them up, um, you know, with a real, you know, re- with a realistic view of alcohol, you know, um, from when they're like, I don't know, seventeen, eighteen, or whatever, uh, it, then they're going to be more responsible. When they're older, they're not going to go to parties and binge drink and stuff like that. So, and Maybe. you know, I mean, well, you know what was terrible with Lydia was, you know, we'd go to England with her when she was eighteen, and she'd be going to pub, she'd be able to get served, you know, she'd do all that, and then she'd come home here for the next three years. Oh, I'll have a diet coke. You know, <laughs> it was just embarrassing, yeah. really. You know, but anyway. Anyway, well, I, so know. so so I don't judge you harshly for getting your twenty twenty year old daughter a, a beer or whatever you gave. I her. knew I knew you wouldn't, but I know there was. I wrote a review of a show years ago when she was like seventeen, and I snuck her into a a bar. Mm-hmm. And when I write about shows, I write about everything. You know, I write about how I snuck her into the bar, and I sure, did sure. a couple people reach out. I was like, "Do you really think that was a good idea?" And blah blah blah. I'm just so I actually reviewed this show for for Punk News, so it'll be I I imagine it'll be running soon. And I wrote in the review that uh, you know don't don't reach out to me and tell me what a monster I am. I don't care what you think. So what the, what the fuck do people think is going to happen to you if you get a, if you bring your kid into uh, a bar? What what are they going to get fucking? Uh, they're going to turn into prostitutes? I mean, what what the fuck do people think? Maybe, maybe. But anyway, it was it was a really fun show. Actually, Neil, we had a really good time. I ran into an old friend of mine who I should have known was going to be there, but for some reason I just never considered it. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a good, we had a, we had a nice time. Alex had one drink. I had many more than that. So she still drank me home. <laughs> did she? Did, that was. Did you? Did you? Did you make a drink PBR? That's the question. No. <laughs> <laughs> did I drink PBR? Yes, I did. I, did. I know you well, did. Well, we went to dinner. I drank whiskey, and I, I'm on a real whiskey kick lately. My wife's been giving me the side eye. She's like, "What is this? What is this new thing you're doing?" And I'm like, "I don't know." It reminds me of high school when I used to buy like Southern Comfort. So what do you do? Do you drink it neat, or do you drink it with water, nah, or what? Coke. With Coke, oh okay, gotcha. What now? What kind of whiskey? Um, I tell you what, man, I'm not real picky. I'm usually pretty content with house whiskey. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. He's a cheap date, everybody. He's a cheap date. I am. P- PBR and the uh, yeah, and the and the bottom shelf whiskey. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. When I'm when I'm going out with everybody else is drinking beers and I'm drinking whiskeys, I usually get a little bit further ahead on the race than I need to sometimes. So oh, for sure. Yep. Anyway, yep. all right. Listen, I'm gonna play one more song, you know. Okay. Anyway. My point was, it was nice to meet, nice to meet Ruben, and uh, it was cool. It was a fun, it was a fun time. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, it was not, it wasn't, it was, there's was nothing really weird happened or anything to report, but it was, it was fun. It was so hold time. on, so, so he was touring with those bands, uh, doing the video work or something. Yeah, the, old, the very first opening band. Okay, and um, what was the name of that? Oh, Dead Heat, you said right. Dead Heat. We're yeah. gonna play the. We're actually gonna play a song by him. Like I said, they play with all those Oxnard bands. Um, I really dig this album. I, I can't imagine this album's not. I don't know if it'll end up in my top ten, but this is definitely top top twenty for me this year. This album it's called World at War. Just like I said, it just came out. So let's uh, 
let's spin a song. It's kind of a, they're kind of a cross between like a Slayer and Suicidal or something. This song I'm going to play actually has kind of a funky uh, bass forward kind of a thing going on. So anyway, this is, uh, yeah, Oxnard, California's Dead Heat with um, Two Cents. Two Cents. Okay. Dead Heat there with Two Cents, uh, who Tom saw touring with Municipal Waste. Have they, have they been on the whole tour with them? Are they, yes. are they doing a whole nationwide tour and stuff with them? Okay. I know I was going to say the, the funniest thing about the whole tour. So the, the the second band to play every night was this band called Skeletal Remains, death metal band. Not my thing. I don't go for the bands where they, with the, you know, the. Oh, like, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not, my, not my thing. There's a couple of them I think are okay, but it's not my thing. But, but the singer had to go home early. So the merch guy sang. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, he was just some long haired guy. I didn't, I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Skeletal remains. Isn't that a misfits song title or something? It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, they sound like misfits sound like, Oh, these guys sound like, Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible. They only played for like a half hour because they had the merch guy singing. They sound like a bear with you attacking them with a, with a, with a tire iron. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds like a bear. A bear sounds well. It's raping you. 
Okay, great. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, so you said you saw somebody there you hadn't seen in a while, right? Yep. My friend John, who I've been to hundreds of shows with. But you haven't seen him in, what, a couple of years? Uh, we haven't gone to a show in a couple of years. We used to go to a ton of them. Um, I No, I had seen him because he works at, he works at uh, Vertigo, the record store, one day a week. So I'll try oh, to okay. get in there so do you tell him so so what's the uh what's the protocol there do you say hey listen i have this podcast you should listen or do you not bring it up um you know he used to do like an old man heavy metal podcast i didn't really bring it up but he knows we do it it's actually it's actually funny i, I can't remember if i told this story last time or not but i ran into a friend leaving the bar uh, who played guitars in my bands and stuff when he was younger. And he said, hey, man, I've been listening to the podcast. And I would have never guessed in a million years. I oh, don't really cool. even know, know how he found us or anything. Yeah. So I gave him some stickers. Did I tell this story, Neil, or no? No, you like didn't. Bruce, no, it's the first like time I'm hearing this. It's song, you know? <laughs> I was walking in. He was walking out. And, uh, <laughs> and he, and you know, and we talk, I talked to him at a nice time. You know, he's, he was a great, great guitar player. Still is an amazing guitar player. One of the Definitely one of the best I ever worked with over the years. But he was so drunk, he could barely walk. Oh, dear. Now, he only lived like half a mile down the road, but it was just like, dude, how you doing? I'm like, they really overserved him. But anyway, shout out shout out to Jason if you're listening, man. Excellent stuff. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, he'll let everybody hearing that story about him. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the problem is he's one of those guys that's like, uh, he's like one of those old school guys. You know, he knows he knows my warts from back in the day. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, good dude, friend of mine. It was good to meet him. Good oh. to see him. Oh. It, it, it's funny because we ended up back at that same bar on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and they were doing, and they were doing uh, like open mic night, which is a horrible idea in a small town, right? Yeah, definitely. Even though there was this guy like playing like Toad the Wet Sprocket songs, he wasn't that bad. But I'm like, Hill, get your guitar, man. Let's go play Burn the Church or like Slay the Art Fag or one of our old songs from back <laughs> in the day. You know? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slay the Art Fag. I didn't write that one. <laughs> I like that though. That's good. I like that. Well, it's just it, it was a, it was about a it was about a sensitive teacher that we had at school or something. Like that. I can't remember. Yeah, and was it we burn, burn the church? Was that like your black metal like Nordic thing? Yeah, it was just a silly song about the a drunken priest or something that burned out his church. Wow. Okay. Accidentally. You're gonna have to put some of these songs up, Tom. I have dude, to hear, we I have the, to hear we them were, now. Slay the art dude, fag. We were, we were the aborted souls. What did you think we were gonna sound like? <laughs> Excellent. Anyway. It's all funny. It's all funny games. Well, it's funny, Neil, because, you know, so talking about going to shows. So we spent a lot of time the last episode talking about your trip down to yep, Champagne, down to Champagne. And, and we, we kind of had a letter that ties into that, which we're, we're both sort of fascinated by. So you want you want to read it or you want me to read it? Actually, no, because I want you to tell me how was municipal. You didn't say how municipal waste was. Was it good or was great. it bad or was it? No, they were great. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 retro thrash. Even though they're not, I would say, like the new school, but they're not that new anymore. I think they've been around for close to 20 years. It is, you know, like uh, DRI, accident. You know, it's it, it's like not not like the real early DRI, like the one second, one minute song stuff, like the like the medley DRI stuff and mm-hmm. uh, just tons of riffs. The singer Tony Foresta has a great, great voice to remind you a little bit of a young Kurt Brecht, who's got one of my favorite voices of all time. And so, and, no, uh, and these are old guys or young guys? Uh, I bet you they're forty. Okay. So for you, young. For me, normal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I'm sure I would have hated it, but okay. 
Yeah, it, it was, well, you know, my daughter doesn't care about any of those bands, honestly, but, you know, she had fun. Yeah, yeah. Did you buy that any merch? That one Red Bull and vodka really got her going. <laughs> Do you buy any merch right now? You know, I, I was really disappointed that Dead Heat had run out of vinyl. That was what I really wanted. So, no, hmm. I actually didn't. I didn't buy anything. Okay. Interesting. Which, well, you know, it's one of those things. Like, like same when I come to see you to see the queers, I'll bring a bunch of merch money, but there's no guarantee there'll be anything I want to buy. Yeah, actually, actually, Susie Moon has some new T-shirts, and it's a really cool design. So I actually, do That's one. True. I was actually going to order one on Pirates Press, and I'm like, you know, you know what? I'll wait till we see her, and then I'll buy one there. Give the touring if band Susie some money. Wears, if Susie wears her punk till I die T-shirt at the Chicago show, I'm pretty sure Neil's going to finish in his pants prematurely. <laughs> I'm going to spooge all over the stage. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> just, just get a, <laughs> just, just can't contain yourself. Yeah, true enough. Probably Alaska. So actually, speaking- Alaska to bring it. So speaking of the Punk Till I Die t-shirts, should, should we uh, – you want me to read this or do you want to do it? Do you want, want me to do it? Which one? Want to read that letter from Christopher? Oh, no, I'll read it. I'll read it. Yeah. Okay. okay so, yeah. So um, got this letter out of the blue like we do sometimes and we love to get letters out of the blue. I mean we love our regular listeners too but ones from new listeners are great. So – Even if they do live in hillbilly country, right, Neil? Exactly. Exactly. So Christopher – Christopher writes in and says, hey, Tom and Neil. I just started listening to your podcast this week, and I wanted to say I really enjoy it. I only just found your show because I saw Neil wearing a Punk Till I Die t-shirt at the Teenage Bottle Rocket show in Urbana and thought, that I'd, and thought that I'd have to check it out. I currently live in Bloomington, which is about 45 minutes west. Uh, TBR was supposed to play in Bloomington in April of 2020. That show got canceled for obvious reasons. And unfortunately, the show they had scheduled in October got canceled last minute. Now... Um, I don't know if that was because of the witches, if the witches had something to do with that, or if they canceled. No, COVID stuff, right? Well, yeah, I don't know, well, maybe. But I mean, canceled in October. Dude, the, witches, the witches are not going to Bloomington. Yeah, They're but they will fall off the edge of the earth. It's they don't the, have their broomsticks. Yeah, but it's the internet, though, man. You know, they can yeah. they have the reach their tentacles. Just, just, I don't know. I'd like to think that the bar owners in Bloomington just be like, what, whatever. Dude, it's a college town, though. You can never we, tell we those. Get three, we get three punk shows a year. We're not canceling one of them. College kids can be easily fucking manipulated into a state of frenzy, right? True. True. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so sorry about that. Yeah. So um, so he says, I was really excited to finally get to see Tanish Ball Rocket. I, too, like that they played some older songs, especially Blood Bath at Burger King. Anyway, I'm looking forward to listening to your guys' back catalog of episodes and finding some new bands to check out. Thanks, Christopher. Well, thanks, Christopher. Thanks so much for writing in. That was very cool. And it is funny, when I when we wear um, Punk Till I Die merch, you know, T-shirts. Well, we only have T-shirts. What? We're like, <laughs> suicide, saying... we're like, we're like suicidal tendencies. Yeah. We have to wear at least three pieces of our own merch at any given time. <laughs> exactly, even though we only have two T-shirts out. Yes. Um, but yeah, so when you're wearing it, you always wonder, well, are people actually, uh, is anyone going to read it and pay attention to it? But it's cool to know that somebody actually did. Um, you know, I'd have actually, I thought he might have said I saw a sticker somewhere because I put stickers up all over the place, right? But uh, I don't know, seeing the t-shirt and actually bothering to remember what the t-shirt said and then actually looking it up on the internet, man, that's that's pretty cool, actually. I'm uh, pretty impressed by that. The only, the only, the only issue was it's not a, it's not a cute girl. You know, <laughs> well, my, 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 so, okay. The thing with this, with a lot of people have been with us from the beginning, people have jumped in at different points, right? Yep. But, but if you're with us week after week, you get to kind of know our sense of humor and you kind of know where we're coming from and our sort of black hearts and whatnot. But so, so imagine you're, 
you find this, you want to check this out. So the first one you listen to is episode 142, Neil Goes to Urbana. Yeah, and you start killing rabbits for no apparent reason. Well, not only that, but just the whole thing was just so rambling and all over the place, right? Yeah, but it is like two drunk guys just talking at the bar, (laughs) right? I guess. Yeah. Except one of them likes to murder rabbits with a tire iron. I told you I didn't enjoy murdering those rabbits with tire It's not murder, Neil. It's processing. Hey, meat is like murder. A, meat is murder, baby. Like Going working at a factory. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I make plastic injected mold parts that go in the uh, transmission of your uh, of Chevys. What do you do? I whack bunnies over the head as they come down a conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whack them all. Excellent. Anyway, Christopher, thank you so much for writing in. Um, that was uh, that was really cool. And uh, sp- spread the word. Spread the word to your friends yes. in Bloomington Normal. I don't know if that means he's in college over there or whether he just happens to live there. But uh, anyway. I'm glad, anyway, that's full. glad you wrote in. Yeah. So okay. I think we sent him some stickers, right? I think that's in the words. <laughs> uh, okay. Are you out? No, no, I got some. I just got to... I gotta get. It's very cold to uh, once you get home from work. It's hard to go to the mailbox outside because it's very cold. You freaking baby! But no, you... no, I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. We got, a, I got another guy in uh, Ohio or something too that reached out too. So no, I'll send. I'll get them out this week. But you, you live... were gonna send some to the guy in England. Did you get those out? I didn't. See, I, well, you're gonna have to nope. send. Who was it? Do you remember? Do you remember the name? Nah, I can find it. Yeah, you'll have I've to send digging, that to me. I've been digging through our emails and the annals of our history for my other new for our other my other new segment, so I'm sure we can find it. Well that's one of the that's one of the crazy things, right? So we have the email. I think we read it. I think it was Ben. I think the guy's name was new young guy, Ben. We have the Facebook group, we have the Facebook page, I have the Instagram page. It's like I have all these different places to track and then if you've been reading them, then the markers read, so I don't see them anymore. You know what I mean? It's uh uh, first world problems, Tom. First world problems. Yes, yes. Indeed. Listen, Neil, what kind of songs are you going to play for us today? Well, Mike, I didn't go to any shows this week, so I'm going to be all over the place. Um, but I did get some records, and I actually have a shit ton more. I was bad. Dude, I was bad on, on uh, the four-day weekend. Actually, I had a five-day weekend because I took Monday off as well. So I had Thursday, mm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So I was bad because, as you know, I mean, well, maybe people outside the country don't know. You know, all the stores here, they all advertise 20, 30% off, you know, over over Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. So I was bad. I With all that time on my hands and with getting all these, you know, all these offers from different stores for, for money off, I probably spent way too much money. Um, oh, yeah, but at least you got good deals, Neil. Well, that, that's you that's that's spend money yep. to make money. See, that's it. I mean, I I and I, I got all my Christmas shopping done. I got all of it done. So even though I spent hundreds of dollars, I probably saved at least a hundred or something on all the twenty percent off, twenty five percent off things, right? So, um, but anyway, <coughs> sorry about that. <coughs> um, I have received a few records over the past few weeks, so I am gonna play things off some of those. So I am gonna start. With, um, this is an effigy song from 1983. They had, they had a 12 inch, um, which probably has one of the best covers, uh, the cover art. I mean, um, of any of anything I've ever seen. The the cover art is fantastic. It's a 12 inch. It's called Word of Machine, and it's about Chicago yep. politics. Yep. And um, I've been looking for it for ages. There's one on Discogs. 
and it's a guy in Canada, and he never answers his emails. Cause I, so I couldn't tell if, he, if it had the uh, the insert with it. So I was loath to send him the 60 bucks he wants in case it mm. didn't have the insert. And then I just happened to be looking on eBay one day. Plus shipping from Canada, right? right. It's probably 15 bucks. Exactly. Well, and he wanted a ridiculous amount for shipping as well for one 12 inch from Canada. So yeah. I anyway, I looked on eBay and some dude in the States had it on eBay for like 25 bucks or something like that. So nice. uh, yeah, so I snapped that up. So um, that's what I'm going to play first. I'm going to play the title track. This is Word of Machine from the Effigies from 1983. <laughs> the effigies with word of machine from their four track ep called word of machine from 1983 and the funny thing about that is because i first came to the states in 83 so um i met my friend tommy the commie down in champagne even though he's from the chicago suburbs so i would go up the and way s- we talk about our friends on this thing huh yeah well he is he is a commie so he's tommy oh, the commie um and he lives by you which is funny yep so yep. you're, 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 you're Tommy, not the commie. Um, Tommy, I can live with that. Tommy, the bunny killer. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I used to come up during the holidays. Like, you know, I used, I used to, because his, his family is actually from Ireland. So we had, they had a lot of, we had a lot in common. Mm. They actually, they actually stood up for me when I got married because um, my mom and dad couldn't make it over in time. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I loved his mom and dad. Um, so I'd come up to Chicago um during the holidays and you know we went to shows and stuff like that and he had this old beater like 74 chevy 
and we'd just be we were driving down downtown Chicago. And remember, I'd been in Champaign for like five years, so Chicago was just like a huge culture shock, scary, yeah, culture shock novelty, right? But we're driving around, and he just had um, a bunch of old cassettes, uh, you know, compilation cassettes, punk compilation cassettes in his car, and one of them had the effigies. So I got a lot of happy memories of that. You know, having blasting mm. out that EP as we're driving around, going to like Strange Cargo and uh, some of the cool stores that used to be in Chicago back then in like the mid '80s that are long gone, unfortunately. So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to so, a, we went to because he knew that I was into like um. Well, he was into the Clash, so I, I, I was like, oh, do you think I can get a, a police badge or something? Because you know Joe Strummer always had like a police badge on his leather jacket or something. So there used to be a lot of like uh military stores like x uh what you know oh, you surplus sold, stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah military surplus stores yeah so we used to go into some of those and uh we were looking around and i was getting these like killer commie for mommy t-shirts and stuff like that very ramones ish right very johnny, johnny ramone yeah, yeah, yeah very very much so and i was buying one of those and the guy behind the counter says to me he goes uh do you want to buy something and i'm like what do you mean um being a dumb english guy and he goes, do you want to buy this? And he pulls out a fucking Uzi from behind the counter. <laughs> ah, dude, you should have bought that. I know, right? I should have done, right? I'm like, yeah, that's that's that, that's all right. Thanks, I'll just have my... Uh, this, I mean, this... Today's dollars, that's probably worth like two grand. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? I'm like, no, I'll just I'll just keep this uh, this commie t-shirt. That's great, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, those were I fun days, have, man. I also have some... I, I also have some Kill a Queer for Christ in the back. Dude, seriously, it was it was like it was like a movie. Do you remember that movie with uh, Michael Douglas? Was it called Falling Down? Oh yeah, it was just like that. I what? was in I was in this military circle. Remember, there was a guy that was like trying to recruit him into the KKK or something that he was talking to in the store. Anyway, that was uh, the early a funny Simpsons story. episode had a guy, and why can't I think of his name? Who ran the army surplus store and they only had one arm? And he was always into some up to some no good. Up to no good. But uh, I'll tell you what, though, like Chicago in like 83, 84, punk actually did feel like it was a fucking dangerous thing back then. Like people <laughs> would look at you weird, like Tom had a shaved head, I had a mohawk and stuff. And uh, people looked at us like we were fucking from out of space. That was uh, those are good times, man. Good times. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So sorry. Did you... Took us on a rabbit. No. Took it down a rabbit hole. No, there, no, didn't I? not at all. Did you say rabbit hole, Neil? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. No. Um, the other thing I was going to say was so 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 Friday was uh, Black Friday record store day, which was a debacle even by normal standards because half the records weren't able to be there, right? Well, it was a debacle because it was very – it was like the worst record store day I can remember. There was absolutely uh, there was nothing. a couple of things I was interested in, which is about typical. I usually have about two things I want. Oh, but only like, – okay. I, All right. I only got – only one of them was available. Okay. Now that was because so what? Because they couldn't get it pressed? this weekend or you just mail ordering? Um, I didn't buy anything for record store. I mean actually any of the Black Friday record store day stuff. I didn't buy any of those releases. I just bought other stuff. So there was other things I wanted on my want list or, you know, record labels like you like like you put on the Facebook group. Some yeah. record labels were having like sales and stuff like that. So I just spent money doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I I did. I did very little of that. Christmas is coming. I was because I did that last year. I got so many good deals. But I feel like such a jerk when I get these boxes coming in like two weeks before Christmas for me. Yeah, but I was. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I actually I, was like sometimes we'll throw them to my wife. Just like here, just wrap these. Yeah, up. just wrap this. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but I feel like Richard White, and it's like, well, it was a good deal. See, I'm actually saving money in the long run. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So, okay, so what stuff did you buy then for records? What, what, what were the two things that well, you wanted funny. at Record you Store know, Day? My dog is freaking out. I might have to take a break here real quick. Okay, why? What's going on? What's up with Sheena? Well, I think she wants to go out, and oh, I'm the only okay. one home. All right. Do that or is a prowler in my home? <laughs> you got to beat him to death with a tire iron. But all right, let's let's pause this, and I'll be back in about three minutes, hopefully. Okay. Okay, Neil. She knew the dog is sorted out. Okay, good. Um, I was worried for a second. Well, she was barking very aggressively, and when I came down, she started acting weird, like she might have crapped on the floor or something, which she never, ever, ever does. Really, she I think she just wanted food. Or she was bored. I don't ah, know. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the thing I got going on right now around here is my daughter moved out, mm-hmm. and my I, I think I told you my TV blew up, so I had to buy a new TV. Yes, sir. Actually, it didn't blow up so much as just... <laughs> like blacked out okay so i bought a tv that's probably too big what's so what you get like 50 59 or something uh 70 oh geez wow look at you so now i don't have anything to put my tv on so now i'm furniture shopping because mm-hmm. i had to rearrange things and my one couch is kind of busted up so for my kids like launching themselves on it like literally like greg luganising just <laughs> running and jumping into the air and diving into it so so yeah, we we had to do some we've had to do furniture shopping, which is sort of insane in itself because it's just man, you can spend whatever you want on furniture. Anyway, we ended up finding like a, my wife picked out this like mid-century modern credenza, which I don't know is like a big dresser thing or something. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, so we bought that sixty or seventy years old. My kids probably shouldn't be able to ruin it in a month, right? Well, is but is it or is it just is it just mid-century modern look? Because a lot of because no, no, that's really fa- that's really fashionable right now. Well, at least it was yeah, last year. No, but it's it's, it's original. Oh, okay, nice. You know. Yeah, so yeah, it should yeah. be no, solid then. It should be solid yeah, and not made in not made in fucking China, right? Yep, like I said, cost more than the TV. So that'll show me. Yep. But anyway, so we were out doing that. But I did want to. There was one thing. So there was a couple things I really wanted for Record Store Day. One was the Freeze Rabid Reaction, which is their second album from about '85 or so. Okay. Been more or less out of print, at least USA, for since it came out 35 years ago. The Freeze from Boston, uh, from Boston, right? Boston, yeah. yeah. That one got pushed back till December 10th, two weeks. Now, why is that? Uh, because of stupid uh, the, Adele, I assume. Because of Adele, thanks Adele or, or Taylor Adele. Swift. Yeah, that's the other one that's selling a billion records. Um, 
but the other one I wanted was our pal uh, from Rad Girlfriend Records. It was the the like last thing the Pink Lincolns ever recorded. Now, okay, so the Pink Lincolns, I'm only familiar with them because, you know, you've talked about them a lot. And I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've got some of their stuff now. Now, did the guys from the Pink Lincolns go on to be in other bands since? Or not? The singer was in a band called Spears, who were pretty good. Hmm. They just put an album a couple years ago on Rad Girlfriend. And the, he also has a band called the Chris Barrows Band. Uh, I don't know about the rest of them, but I know the original guitar player for the Pink Lincolns died, and that's why the Pink Lincolns are probably done, I think. Okay, that one so this makes was sense, the, yeah. so so this was so this seven inch it was a seven inch which there's not that many of those records to day to begin with um had their original like first demo from the mid eighties on the first on one side and on the B side was this was the title track which is called I Am a Genius which was this long like six minute song mm, that sounds so not, that sounds not good no it's good it's good it is okay. And but I anyway so I just my wife and I were out shopping I rolled into my rolled into my local record store Vertigo Music and said Herm you got the Pink Lincolns and he said I do so I grabbed that and then we bought my daughter a copy of Red the Taylor Swift re-recorded album on vinyl for for her Christmas guess how much that cost Neil uh, uh twenty five dollars forty two dollars Jesus wept double LP but still it's crazy right. So you say that's a reissue? That's an old album or something? That I think what it is is I think Taylor Swift is not happy with the people who own her master recordings, so she's re-recording her old albums. Okay. Well. Which never is a good idea, but whatever. Yeah. My daughter wanted it, and it's so hard to buy know what to buy your kids for Christmas that we're whatever we bought it. Well, luckily mine's pretty easy. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> we got record because yeah. we got record shopping all the cat. time, so I know what she wants. You know, her cat from hell. <laughs> Actually, that cat is absolutely amazing. I've never, in all my history with cats, I've never known another cat like this one. It is, even though she's tiny, she's absolutely fearless. And she's funny as fuck. She, like, jumps around. She jumps vertically about four feet. Um, Mm. She's just, she's a stick. That's probably because she's got bat wings, right? She's terrifying. I guess. No, she's a stone. She's she's out of it. (laughs) She's she's an amazing little cat, I have to say. Um... So okay, so that's so you got that Pink Lincoln's one. And you're gonna get the freeze one when it comes out, I assume. That's it. I might even mail. I might just mail order straight from. Because that's the thing too. A lot of them. Well, and I and I could have. They they sold out of the the Brad girlfriend sold out of the Pink Lincoln's thing. I mean, they put it up at like midnight the night before. I'm like, I'll order it in the morning. It was gone in the morning. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, anyway, I was happy to get that. But the freeze thing. I mean, how much is? I mean, the original can't be that much, can it? Um, I bet you that one is because that's about the hardest one to find, I think. Hmm. But like I said, I might just order it from the because I I asked my guy over there. I said, "You gonna get that freezer?" Record? He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "I I can't even promise anything anymore." Oh, that's I, that's and I, too bad. And I hear I hear a lot of the record guys saying that it's like I've ordered stuff people six months ago and it hasn't come in. I I can't you know I I can't even make promises anymore. And he he gets good because he buys so much stuff. You know how big that store is. It's oh yeah like, yeah. You know, so yeah. you imagine if he's getting screwed, you imagine what's happened to the little guy who's only buying a couple copies of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's not getting the big anything. guys get, get yeah. top priority. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, so like anyway. I said, like I say, Richard, if you want a million dollar idea, buddy, Mister Accountant, uh, a record pressing plant. Let's all invest our money into one of those and make a billion trillion dollars. Exactly. What do you all think, right, Tom? Why don't you play us another song? Okay. Well, I'm going to play. So talking about vinyl being delayed. 
Um, I ordered this album on June 1st. Ah, I know where you're going with this. And I just got it like last week. So like mid uh, mid to late November, I got it. So what is that? Five months coming on for six months. Oh, I that's going to be that's going to be considered a short wait here next yeah, year. Yeah, I eventually got the album. So, well, you figure with the, when they announce it that it's already in the in the in the pipeline, right? I mean, you know, you don't figure they yeah. they've just ordered the vinyl then when they announce it. You figured it's already in in process. Um, so this took over five months to get to me, and it's the new Naked Reagan album called broke uh called um shit what the hell is it called over the overlords thank you over the overlords and the track i'm gonna play is called broken things um but yeah so i i got it at last i after all this time um i got the gray marbled one which was like this super limited one or whatever and um it looks great and it sounds great so i'm you know i'm i'm happy with that i'm not happy with how long it took obviously but uh what can you do and um, so, yeah, so I'm going to play what I think is the best track. Actually, it might be one of the best tracks I think Naked Dragon have ever recorded. Um, it's horribly honest, and uh, I assume it's Jeff talking about some of his uh, health issues. And um, so, anyway, uh, this is one of those tracks. This is the track, actually, that when they first announced they were going to be doing a new album probably six years ago. And they put one track up on the internet. And this was that track. So I've actually been listening to this track for like five or six years. And it actually mm. spoke to me because I was going through that breakup. It spoke to me a lot um, mm. then. And uh, even though obviously that's not what Jeff wrote it about. But anyway, it, it spoke to me. So anyway, this is uh, Naked Ray Gun with Broken Things. Somehow they think I'm different. I got. Everything that I'm not. I'm so broken. 
All right, Naked Reagan there with Broken Things, which is uh, off probably the best track off of a fabulous album. The whole album is fabulous. It, and uh, it's, it's funny because this, I, I, I think everybody I know who got that record, I mean, everybody got it this last week or so, and everybody put a picture of it on, online. Yep. Yeah, I think, well, just because they've been waiting for it for so long. I'll do the same thing when I eventually get the Teenage Bottle Rocket album, when that eventually comes, right? I thought you were. I thought you bought a couple of those already. No, I bought one for you. Um, oh, you bought one for me. You bought one for yourself. No, because I ordered it from Fat Rec like six months ago. <laughs> Excellent. I ordered one of the color. See, I think if the black, I think the black ones came out, but I think the colored ones, I think they're still waiting on. So um, yeah, I'm still waiting on my uh, on my colored version of Six Ash. So when that comes, I'll probably post a copy of that too. Hmm. You know, so. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so that was uh, Naked Reagan with Broken Things, which I think, like I say, I think it's a fabulous album, and you'll see that when we do our uh, best of the year, which will be coming up in the next few weeks, right, Tom? Yeah, we'll have to record it probably the middle of December, so. Yeah, best of 2022. I, which I've been, no, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I'm spoiled for choice this year. Last year, I felt like I was really scrambling to do a, a 10 best of but this year i've got a shit ton of uh, great out al- a lot of great albums came out this year i think so uh i'm actually going to be spoiled for choice i think it's going to be and we did we did uh first half of the year right in may or something like that yep um i don't think really any of the ones i had on my early best of are going to make my final best of i'd be very surprised if they do actually because there's been so many good albums that have come out this year my top five, three, five or so have not changed at all. That's interesting. Wow. Um, I, I, you know, I've done top 20 lists for several years now. Mm-hmm. Seven years, eight years, whatever. And I almost always feel like the top 10 is really, really good. But when you go to 20, it's always and – and I do feel that way now. Like I feel like I have a real strong top 10. I kind of have like a notebook on my desk at work that I kind of putter around with. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell you're too much into this music scene thing when you're doing that, right? Uh, I mean, next yeah. year, because I've, I've, I've said I'm not going to write for Punk News next year, so I don't even know that I'll have anywhere to write an official news, an, an official list for, you know, unless somebody wants me to do a, you know, unless I can do a guest list somewhere or something. What's well, going to be fact, for us? What are you talking about? Well, yeah, yeah. No, definitely for us. But I'm saying, you know, if somebody, you know, public, you know, who does those kind of things a little more formally. I mean, yeah, we'll definitely put ours out. Um but yeah, I feel like my top ten, like like ten, man, you can do really strong. After that, twenty, they're kind of inter- a little more interchangeable. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, twenty, twenty is too much, I think. But top ten is, uh, yeah. I mean, does anybody yeah, want to hear someone's somebody's someone's gonna, number eighteen? Somebody's going <laughs> to get screwed if you only do ten. A good record is going to get, you know, at least one or two good records are going to get missed if you only uh, go to ten. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with my top ten though. I think I've got even though. Um, one of the one of the uh, tracks I'm gonna play um, a bit later on is gonna be a late contender for an, uh, for my top ten, um, and hopefully mm. somebody we're, a band we're gonna speak to hopefully uh, in December at some point. It's it's funny because my record collecting has been a lot of lately has been buying up the people that were on a lot of people that we had on earlier in the year. For example. You know, I finally I did get the first pressing yellow Stalag thirteen record. That's definitely a top top of the year album for me. That um, fill in the silence, even though I thought about getting the red, but I got the yellow. Um, and then I got uh, trying to think. Of what's, I got the Buzzkills record, the last one. Oh, the Radio Buzzkills, yeah, yeah. Also, also in yellow. 
So a lot of that stuff. So I have been, it, you know. They have a new thinking, album coming out, I think. They have a new album coming yeah, out soon. Yeah, I wonder if that's a, like a pressing delay, too, because I think that's been recorded for a while now. I think it's going to be on Pro Rock, but. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, at least, at least distributed least, by I, that, yeah. I don't know. I think these things come and go, you know. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've been buying, you know, we have, we have a running joke with our pal Richard about how we, we sell, you know, we sell tens of records. If you come on our show, you sell tens of records. Well, you know, you and I almost don't. You and I end up buying a lot of. That's Pokemon. true. That's true. We do. So, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh So that's yeah, that's a lot of what I've been doing is just kind of shoring up my end of the year stuff, stuff that I really like that I just hadn't grabbed physically yet. Oh yeah, because so I think you're very much like me, right? In that, um, if we have something on our top ten list, I'm feeling if it's good enough to be in the top ten list, then I should own it. I shouldn't you just don't. I shouldn't just have it on digital. I should actually own the vinyl. So for the um, first. Five or six years um, that I did Punk News List, I had every one of the 20 on my list physically. Now it's a lot of CDs. And this year, I'm going to have to have – I have a couple CDs in my top ten because I got impatient and I didn't – and the Descendants record I got on CD. Ah, because you didn't want to wait the six and, months know, or whatever, guess, yeah. Guess what, they, guess what they had in stock when I was at Vertigo on Saturday. They probably got it in blue or something, right? They had the new Descendants on finally yep. yeah. And the, on the other one, I, di- I just didn't feel like spending the money on, even though I like the record, is the new Ministry album. Which I bought the CD for twelve bucks. The vinyl LP was twenty five bucks. I'm like, you know what? I, I, is that any good? Is that any good? Because they're pl- they're good. playing next good. week, I believe. They're playing here next week. It's pretty good because the last Ministry album kind of stunk. Honestly, hmm. I, I thought at least. But I'm a huge fan of like the Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, uh, Land of Rape and Honey, Psalm sixty nine. That era, I'm a huge fan of that era. Mm-hmm. This kind of has echoes of that, I think. Oh, that's cool. Without trying to sound exactly like it, so. Yeah. Um. So that's probably a top 10 for me, too. But the other thing interesting with the top 10 stuff, once again, getting really deep into the making of the soup here, is a lot of stuff that are my favorite from this year maybe came out digitally or CD or whatever in 2020. But I'm counting them this year because I it's because the vinyl didn't come out to this year. So there's a little bit of gray area there, right? There is, actually. Yeah, I agree A, with a good example yeah. of that for me is the Dealing With Damage album. Oh, yeah, Edwin. Good old Ed. Yeah, yep. definitely a year-end best of album for me. I love that record, uh, but I know it came out in England last year. Mm-hmm. But it came out here this year on Rad Girlfriend. Same with, like, the Zonoids album. I don't know if you know Zonoids. I've heard that name bandied about. They're from, they're are they from, from Kalamazoo? Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. they, do kind of a, they do a, a Lillington's kind of thing, actually. They're cool. I should play one of their songs. Yeah, that would be cool, actually, because we've never played them on the show before. But you know what? I'm not, you know, not going to play that right now. I'm going <laughs> to play a different song right now. Oh, okay. What are you going to play? Um, well, sticking with the Oxnard theme, I'm sure you saw that recently Big Bob from Aggression died. I did, yep. Um, so they've been doing some benefit shows and stuff. And, and you know, I, I didn't know the guy personally, obviously, but he seemed like he was a real pillar of that Oxnard scene. Yep. Um, and I think when we had John Carrera on, he said as much. You know, Big Bob was definitely one of those guys always around. So let's play an Aggression song. Uh Probably from their best-known album, the title track. This is uh, 1983 BYO Records. Boy, Neil, we're going a lot of doing a lot of going back to 1983 today. This is Aggression 1G with "Don't Be Mistaken." Yeah. 
Aggression there with Don't Be Mistaken. And um, I did actually have that album uh, when, I guess, when it came out in 83, because that's when I was in the States in 83. And I just bought it because the cover has a skateboarder on it, right? Yep. So I was like, yeah, skate punk, great. Um, And for some reason, I sold that one. I don't know why I did, but... It's not a perfect perfect album. It's it's short, right? It's It's short. It's a great album. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 16 songs, 25 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And it didn't have the it didn't have the full on skate thing of like the faction or code of honor or something like that. So I don't know why I sold that one, but I did. I mean, now I regret it. I kind of I don't know. Neil's got a song about locals. It doesn't have a song locals only or some some kind of song about locals. Uh, uh, does it? I know it has the uh, intense energy as the skate song, right? Yep, yep. It's a way to release intense energy. So we we've we've talked about uh, that trust records, which is they put out the circle jerks reissue. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, I think that I I saw that somewhere on their list that don't be mistaken was on the list to be reissued. They're going to reissue a lot of those BYO BYO records doesn't maintain their catalog anymore. Oh, interesting. Why is so, that? Yeah, well that that seven seconds was uh, BYO, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. They just don't feel like doing it. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. They did for years. I used to mail order from them. Yeah, I mean, I used to, I've actually got some letters from Sean Stern from back in the day when I was living in England, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to do a ton of, you know, there were a few of those labels, you know, the uh, Alternative Tentacles and, you know, BYO and a lot of them that I'd order from, every, you know, if not every year, at least every other year that, just, you know, Tang and a lot of them. I was a huge, I still am, honestly, but now it's all clicking, you know, mm-hmm. PayPal. It used to be a little more of a trouble. Okay, so it's so I'm going to go down a rabbit hole now a little bit. Um, wasn't meaning to talk about right, this now, but surprised. It's... don't be surprised if when you stick your head out of whack, <laughs> you smack it, you smack it in the head. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, that got me thinking about this. So this week, uh, Mailman Mike, one of our one of our longest fans, right? Yes. From Florida, um, he sent me uh, a link to a song on Spotify from a band called The Vipers, who I'd never okay. I'd never heard of before. And the song was called PMFA, which was uh, Punkest Motherfucker Alive, I believe, was the was what PMFA stands for. And it's all about he's going to be the punkest motherfucker alive when he's 45, when he's 64, when, you know, this, that, and the other. And Mike said, oh, this reminds me of you. So I'm like, cool. So I listened to it, and I fucking loved it. I absolutely mm. loved it. And it was like, the Vipers, I got to look up this. And couldn't find anything by them on Discogs. And... um 
the, the the track he'd put on Spotify, there was very little information. There was like there was like four tracks from like it looked like it was from an EP or something um, on Spotify, but no information about it, the band. Unfortunately, it's one of those bands. There's probably like fifty of them. Bands called the Vipers, yeah. Uh, so in the end, through doing a, I really went down a rabbit hole. So, but it reminded me of of back in the day when you would you know there's no internet before the internet, right? And we'd have to look in Maximum Rock and Roll and maybe like credits on albums and stuff like that to find out any information about other bands, right? Sure. Um, and that's what I felt, I felt like Sherlock Holmes on this one, trying to find anything about, about this band called the, the Vipers. You found it in the liner notes from some other album. <laughs> well, I found no, I found it that they had a they had a single um, with a band I think called the Catastrophes. So I had to look on the Catastrophes, and then I by digging around on that, I eventually found this single that they put out was from 2012, and they were a punk band from Pittsburgh. Really? Um, I reach. I even reached out to Todd Sheet to see if he knew them because he's from Pittsburgh and he didn't know them either. So, huh. I, so did you find? I mean, is there? A, can you buy the record or no? Um, I haven't. I haven't found it yet, but I at least I found it digitally, so I was able to to grab some uh, MP MP3s of it, and I'm gonna play go. it right now. Um, so this is the Vipers from Pittsburgh, uh, from an EP, I believe, and this song is called PMFA, Punkest Motherfucker Alive.
there that was uh the vipers with uh pmfa punkest motherfucker alive which i, I really really like the sound uh, i mean they've got a they've got kind of a classic rancid kind of sound but mm. uh i really dig them i think they were really really good goes up goes out to mike the mailman yep one yep. of the one of one of many mailmen that listened to us because that that band that did the theme song for us mailman also that's true yeah 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 that's true um it's funny mailman mike so he say he, he heard i i think i said once or something that man i would love i i love those dicky shirts right the dickies work shirts and i said i think i maybe i said on the pod once or i said to him that dude i, I would love one of those um you know one of the mailman shirts you know because i like dicky shirts with them with the yeah. usps uh thing on right and uh so he, he sent me one the th- the things that it, it looks like it's like a quadruple extra large or something. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> absolutely. So uh, I really appreciate the uh, the you know the the idea, but uh, yeah. It, Unfortunately, it, it, Neil is Neil is not a giant Cuban. No, no, I I'm not. I'm just a <laughs> medium sized English dude. So, uh, but I really do appreciate the thought. So you wear like yeah. a you wear like a smock. <laughs> yeah, basically right. I mean, in an undershirt, I wear a small. On t-shirts these days, I'm basically in a medium, so that's good. That's a uh, you know you know what I would love to do you know we 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 are you know we're gonna do sweatshirts here and I was shocked by how many people are willing to because they're they weren't cheap and we're not making you know we're not making any money on them it's just a matter of you know who wants them um, how many people were more than happy to pay fifty dollars for a sweatshirt which is well let's talk about that for a second super cool but what I would love to get what I was gonna say what I, I would love to get some patches of the logo I think that would be amazing you want patch I okay I could do that I could do that I don't know how many people are to patches like I am well and you can do this cheap type where you kind of just like like i'm sure like the little logo that's gonna be on the front of the sweatshirt he could easily just screen print that on canvas and just cut them up yeah but the important ones i think are kind of expensive i don't know if we'd be practical or not okay so yeah the sweatshirts so um here's what i wanted to do because it's winter now so t-shirt doing another run of t-shirts just seems stupid so especially in the midwest where we are so it was either dickie's jackets or hooded sweatshirts and hooded sweatshirts just seem to be far more ubiquitous right but the one thing I didn't want to do, because a few of the hooded sweatshirts I've ordered recently from bands, they're the shittest quality I've ever seen. They're basically, they can call them sweatshirts, but they're basically just long sleeve t-shirts with hoods, right? It's the same material as a t-shirt. It's not fleece. So I was like, when I do this, I'm, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. So I've been sourcing like super heavy duty uh, sweatshirts. And they're going to be obviously zip zip hoodies sorry for our california friends are gonna be sweating your ass off well no because they think it's cold when it's like 40 so you know they'll <laughs> be <laughs> <or> 60. <laughs> yeah so they'll be fine i think they'll be fine We're in jeans, yeah 75 degrees. um so we are gonna do so they're gonna be ni- really nice they're gonna be black so a lot of people have asked for black so i had to alter uh do some work on the logo but um they're gonna be black sweatshirts gonna be small print front left big print on the back uh it's not gonna have the uh the dead the dead punk stars names underneath it's just going to be the logo big on the back but uh that's that's going to be the hooded sweatshirt design and just to get those printed is probably going to be about 35 bucks a piece and then we have to ship them and they're going to be expensive so yeah i'm thinking it's going to be about 50 bucks but it's going to be a really nice heavy duty sweatshirt um we've already had uh 30 people have pre-ordered so I, I'm going to order 30 sweatshirts. If I'm probably going to place the order before anybody hears this, but if if for some reason we haven't and somebody wants a sweatshirt, email us back 
immediately and we'll see what we can do for you but these are going to be nice sweatshirts i think so um so yeah and they're going to be in the 50 dollar range i think so you might think that's expensive but it's going to cost probably between 12 and 15 bucks to ship and like i say these are costing us yeah, 30 50, bucks to make 50 bucks shipped we're not making any money no, no nobody we never make we're not making any money. no i mean if we make it you know and we'll throw stickers in there too so you can guarantee that we're not making any stickers any are going pretty this. quick again we might have to get some more stickers so. yeah i agree i'm down to uh i'm down to like 10 or something like that i was looking to put some in the, in the duke of perth um so yeah, another another story. So okay, so on Black Friday, I didn't go record. Well, I did kind of go to a record store on Black Friday. I take that back. So wait, the memory started to fail you there, Neil. Well, it wasn't the, it wasn't why we went downtown. So we went downtown, uh, me, Laura, and Lydia. So we went downtown to Belmont Army Surplus, which is ah. um, you know that place, right, Tom? I don't, but okay. I, I used to go to Army Surplus places all the time okay. when I was a kid. I always tell you about how I loved to wear the Vietnam style jungle boots. That's what I wore. I didn't yeah. have dogma. So Belmont Army Surplus, like uh, there's a couple of them in downtown Chicago. Um, the one on Milwaukee, which is basically right next door to Sugar, basically. Huh, so if you okay. remember Sugar Records, it's basically right I next do. door to that. I so do. got a nice Necros bootleg in there. Yep. So if you go downstairs, it's got all the actual military surplus. You know, all the yeah, jungle boots, like you were saying, and uniforms and shit like that. It's got all that stuff down there. And upstairs, it's got more, like, fashion clothing. Like, it's got leather jackets, you know, biker jackets. It's got more stuff like that, like 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 brands and stuff. So, uh, we went in there looking for a leather jacket, like a leather biker jacket. And I didn't, because of sales. I didn't want to order one online, because you never know about the sizing. So, we, yeah. so yeah. we went in there to try them on. So, we did that. We actually had a, they had a lot of really good stuff in there. Um, but did you buy one? Uh, I ended up doing, yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad that we went in and looked at the, the sizing because the sizes were completely different than I expected them to me. And, um, Belmont Army Surplus has a really nice brand that's made in Chicago called Straight to Hell. And they make really mm. nice quality leather yep, jackets. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the leather jackets aren't cheap. They're 375 bucks, but Black Friday, they were 20% off. Nice. So you know that's that's you know it's eighty bucks off or whatever. So anyway, so we got that so figured out. Looking like you're gonna be looking like you're in Shanana next time I see you. Oh, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. It was, oh, it, was for, it was it was a Christmas present for somebody else. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, so we were there. We had a good time. We were looking downstairs and stuff. There was a skinhead behind the counter. They have band T-shirts there. They, I mean, it's a, it's a great store, right? It's a great store to look around at. But well, next time we're down there, next uh, yeah, because that's walking distance from Reckless too. Exactly, exactly. So while we were there, we we're like, yeah, hey, we may as well walk to Sugar. Oh, that's what I was. That's why how this came up because I had stickers. So I was I was, <laughs> I wanted to put stickers up outside of Sugar and just all up and down that street, and I only had two left. So I'm gonna have to. I am gonna have to order more. But anyway, we went into Sugar Records, and um, the the music they were playing in Sugar was just so abysmal. It was like this loud thumping, like Euro disco funk thing, and it was like all these like weird hipsters that were there for Black Friday, and it was just <laughs> offensive to me. So I ended up leaving after like five minutes in disgust. But uh, I did put some stickers up outside, so. So that that was my that was my record store well, record store experience and record store day. When I ran into Vertigo to grab that uh, Pink Lincolns thing, my wife came with me, which she doesn't do very often. But she's like, "You should put a sticker up here. You should put a sticker up here." We looked down. There's still one there from when you were there in August. Yay! 
And that one in the bathroom of my local tavern is still there, Neil. Excellent. It's a it's that, a it's, that, it's a badge of honor. That one's a little more surprising. Yeah. Well, we did. Not a, there's that. That's not a punk bar. That's a local dive bar. You know. I mean, we did get to give them some free pub though, so I think that's okay. What's the name of the bar again? I, it's called Southside. Southside. There you go. If you're ever in, I only went there two times over the long weekend. Was it only two? <laughs> If, if you're ever in downtown Coopersville, Michigan, uh, go to uh, go to Southside, right? Um, there good, you go. Good place. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I like that place. Good people. Good folks. Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, so yeah, while Lydia was in the army surplus bit, she saw like an old British combat jacket that she bought that was like really, really cool. You know, an old camouflage like uh, like jacket. Um, I would have liked one myself, but they didn't have any in my size, which was disappointing. But uh, it's always fun to poke around in those places because, dude, you can get some really unusual stuff, right? Yeah. It's cool to have something that's not, yeah, like Target and everybody's got one, right? Exactly. It, it, yeah, exactly. And it was like, yeah, and she was like, and she, had, she thought the skinhead guy behind the counter was kind of cute. And I'm like, he's not a skinhead. He's just got a shaved head. There's a difference, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Maybe he had cancer or something. <laughs> Yes, that's kind of more what he looked like, to be honest. Yes, yes, he, he did. He did have that kind of a uh, sick look. Um, but anyway, that was that was actually. A, so what we did then? Uh, so we did that. I was like probably about noon, one o'clock or something like that. We you know we walked up and down Milwaukee to those couple of stores, and then we were like, "What should we do? Should we go home and have more turkey?" And uh, no, you know what? Let's go to Duke of Perth. So we went to because that was close. Duke of Perth's close. So you we went fish to, and chips, or what did you have? Yeah, we did. We had fish and chips, so that was a nice change from all the, all the turkey. Yeah. So we got fish and chips, and um, actually, it was very cool because we went in there. We know the people that work there because we're there all the time, and I was drinking Bellhaven like it was going out of style. <laughs> and it was an old guy sitting to the side of us, old guy with a beard. Well, he's probably old. He's probably the same age as me. <laughs> Jesus. And that was Jake Burns. <laughs> no, well, well, funny thing was, so we got talking to him, and um, he said he rides an old, an old uh, Triumph motorcycle. And I'm mm. like, oh, do you know Motorblot? And he's like, yeah, I'm one of the guys that puts on Motorblot. Oh, no kidding. So it was so it was just so funny. So we had a long talk about that and about bands and stuff. And I gave him one of my stickers, and he said he's going to like talk to some of his his guys, and they'll all listen and stuff. So that was that was actually very cool. Get us, get us some uh, get us some all access. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. like to interview Slutter. The all female tribute to kiss. Maybe, maybe, maybe not actually. <laughs> how, how, how shitty they were, but anyway. But anyway, so that was cool. So that was a nice way to spend uh, Black Friday. Actually, we had a we had a so, really nice time. So speaking of Motoblot, they've announced the first four bands. Definitely a heavy like country Americana vibe on the first bands, huh? Well, not well. It's funny you say that though, because actually I was very surprised. So they got um, the Creep Show, Psychobilly band from Canada. Yep. yep. Who've played yep, numerous female times? Front. Female fronted. Yeah, but then they got the goddamn Gallows, who was a hardcore yeah. band from England, right? No, no, they're from Michigan. Oh, I'm thinking of Gallows. I always get those confused. Goddamn Gallows oh, yeah, yeah, and Gallows. Yeah, I don't know yeah. If Gallows is around anymore. I yeah. loved Gallows. Yeah, Goddamn Gallows is good too. That was actually the first review I ever wrote for Punk News. Was that uh, one of their live shows? So tell me about um, Goddamn they're, Gallows. They're though, a fun band, but they're definitely like an Ameri- uh, like a Americana meets circus freak kind of thing. Oh, they are? Oh, see, yeah, I guess I was confused, and I guess I thought they were Gallows. Okay, my bad. No, because the Creep Show is the hardest rocking band of those group, because it was all, I thought it was all kind of Americana type stuff, which is fine, and that's good with that crowd, you know, and I like that kind of music. It just, it seemed a little heavy in that direction to me. 
Well, it, it always is. I mean, there's always a lot of roots and a lot of rockabilly. And uh, but then they'll normally, have, you know, they, like they Peg Boy headline one time. Yeah, you get a washed up, washed up punk bands. Naked Raycon, yeah. Well, I think. Uh, well, well, those okay. So that's run by All Rise Brewery, who were the same people that run Riot Fest. So, oh, okay. So, so they I got think, money. yeah. So well, well, I think they manage Naked Raycon, and they, you know, okay. so. I, I could doesn't be seem like a busy job. That doesn't seem like a real busy job anymore. Does I could it? be well. I made another bands too, but I could be spreading complete misinformation there. But I'm pretty sure they have something to do with that. So mm. yeah, I like anyway, the All Rise album. One of my favorite Naked Dragon albums. It is, and then they and then they have a beer called. Um, they have they I mean they put out beers named after Naked Dragon songs. Mm. So, yeah, they have one called Wonder Beer, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah. All Great right, song. Neil, last time we did a show, just the two of us. Yes, sir. Start, I started a new segment. You did. Indeed, you did. Uh, okay, okay, so that's where this comes from. I was wondering where this weird-ass band I've never heard of came well, from. Well, it's funny. I was actually going to expand it this week and go worst of spam also. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things, because we get some god-awful stuff too, but it's funny because one of the things you floated out there the last episode was just two of us was a punk rock call of shame. And somebody said, yeah, let somebody else do that. You guys don't need to do that. And I think maybe they're right. Well, that's not because what they said. They said, let's let the other the other podcast do that. I don't know what <laughs> podcast you're talking about. What do you but mean? anyway. <laughs> I think you might do. I think you might have used to be on it. But it's, but it's funny because, like, so me, like, I don't like the Minutemen, right? Like, right. I don't like them. I, just, I, don't, I don't either. I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. But that being said, I, I don't have any problem with Mike Watt. He seems like a good dude. Um, you know what I mean? It's not like I, I mean, cause the only punk bands I really want to slag are like the newer, like later, like newfound glory and crap like that, you know, uh, some 41 stuff like that. Is that even really worth doing? Um, I think there's a lot of punk bands that we could actually, uh, trash. Dude, I, I'd have I no, think... I'd have no problem with it at all. I'd have no problem I, with I that feel at like all. I could, I feel like I could beat up 90% of punk rockers, but I'm pretty sure Mike Watt could take the old tire iron to me. Pretty sure he could take us all, take us all. No, 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 well, like, no. I'm not going to say no. See, I don't, I don't like the Minutemen, but I respect them. But a band yeah. like the Men Singers, I don't respect them at all. That's true. So That's they true. can, they can blow me. But by the same token, what, what point is there of doing that? I, I, I don't know. Because, because, because I don't. The, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Hold. No, the Hall of Shame is being putting on hold. We're, we, we, we can't go forward without unanimous vote. And I'm, I'm withholding my vote. <laughs> All right, that's that's fair enough. We won't do a Hall of Shame, but I'm just saying that. What purpose do they serve? What purpose do the Menzingers serve? I don't know. I mean, they don't. You're right. For the most part, they don't. But for maybe like one in a hundred of their listeners, it leads them to something decent. <laughs> they work. They look like they work in a library. That's it's just it's upsetting. It's like Blink One Eighty Two, right? I mean. Listen, you shouldldn't be listening to blink 182, but one out of fifty kids who finds them actually leads them to a cool band. Well, that's actually Maybe. an interesting question, Tom. Let me ask you that. Would you prefer to listen to blink 182 or to the Menzingers? Oof. <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly, doing, I'm doing blink 182. Yeah, I am too. I actually have a couple of blink 182 CDs. I have the one with the cow and I have the one with the porn star. I have her autograph, by the way, just so you know that. Janine? Do you? Yeah, I do. Tattooed on your heart? Got her, got her autograph on a skateboard deck, yes. That's a horrible question. I never want to hear that question again. All right. <laughs> anyway. I want to so, start, I'm so going to start asking our guests that. <laughs> so anyway, the new segment, I, I, I won't explain it every time I do it, I swear, but for if you missed it last time, it's called Best of Spam. We get tons of email. 
when we first started, we used, we did, we've done three shows where it was like listener submissions, but it's really hard to keep track of who's really listening anymore or not. And I think a lot of it, what we get is mostly just spam. Right. Do just, just trying to, just trying to get our, even though I, once in a while will read a personal email that makes me think they actually do listen. And in that case, if I promised I'd listen to your band and I haven't yet, I'm going to, I'm really going to try to make that right. I'm going back through these emails. We have hundreds of emails, literally, and I'm digging through them. And the one that caught my ear this week, Neil, I got to look it up. I got to look up what the name of the band is because it's got, it's one of the worst names for a band ever, right? It is absolutely dreadful, yeah. The band, the band is called The Band is called The Chris Rolling Squad. Yeah. And the name of the album is called Cannibal Holocaust. And I looked this up, it appears to be French. Hmm. But it's a cool song, man. I think people will really dig it. I, I got a lot of good last time I picked a band called The Ravagers and they were and Ravagers really are good. Yeah, Ravagers are good. Yeah. And I think people will dig this too if they can get over the bad name. Um and, and the fact that they're French. So anyway. Wee <laughs> wee. This came to us, Neil, way back I this is how far back I went so far. This is from May the twenty seventh. Jesus. Okay. That's when this band reached out. Memorial Day weekend. Wow. So it's almost Christmas. All right. So this is, yeah, the the Chris Rowling, Rowling, I think Rowling. I mean, we would pronounce that Rowling. The Chris Rowling Squad, and the song is called Trapped Inside. It's from their Cannibal Holocaust album. Check it out. Trapped Inside.
Chris Rolling, Chris Rolling Squad, Chris, Jesus Christ, it's such a terrible name. Come to me, I'll sell you, hey, French guys, I'll sell you a band name, okay, that's, Jesus Christ, Chris Rolling Squad. They're French, they should be called the Cheese-Eating Surrender Monkeys. Yeah, there you go, yeah, um, but it's so funny that Trapped Inside, it's a very, like, how come they didn't do their, do their titles in French? I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I swear, maybe the label's French, I don't know, anyway, it's pretty cool. It's cool okay. Song. Well, there you go. Trapped inside. Yeah, that was the, maybe that should be the band name. The band name should be Trapped Inside. Oh, I'm sure there's a hardcore band somewhere with that name, right? <sighs> Trapped inside. <sighs> yeah, probably something like that. But uh, yeah, so that was one of our spam, and we do we get it like numerous ones a day, and we get them even more into Instagram. Instagram, I get stuff all the time. There's this I band. I don't, I don't really know how to use Instagram, so don't send me that. I can't. Who's the who's the who the hell is the band? Hold on one second. Because I have to give them, I have to give them marks for being consistent. Like they send me copies of the album like every week. A band is called... it that Durst the Worst? No, no, not them. Fuck them. God damn, no, not them. I was actually gonna play that. I was actually gonna play one of their songs, but it's it's so funny. It's I can't tell if it's parody or not, but I don't think it's parody. Um, no, it's they... like all these right. It's like all these right wing songs. This is a band called Das Capitans, with a K. Um, okay. and they've sent me the full album. I think they've sent me like an EP. They've sent me a bunch of stuff. So I'll tell you what. So we... a key tracker to kids, a key tracker to and a YouTube link is the best. You want us to check you out? YouTube link is the best. Give me, give me your best three minutes. Yeah, because I'm not gonna we'll check I'm... it out. Because yeah, we're we're not listening to whole albums. Yeah, best world in the world, mate. I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm not gonna listen to a whole album. So, um, but we tell you what we do. I mean, have that being said, if 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 the song really catches your ear, yeah, then we might listen to the album. But that we're not gonna casually. It's it's very difficult. It's nothing personal. It's just very difficult to get through all this stuff. So, I'm really struggling to keep up. Yeah, you've been very nice. Um, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Uh, Desk Capitans. Oh, yeah. So what we need to do, Tom, that we haven't done in ages, is a listener submission show, like like real listener submissions. Well, you know, this is kind of – re- yeah, and, and that's fine. But how do you sort them out? I, I don't know. I mean I'm fine oh, how, with that. Oh, how do you tell who's a real listener versus who's yeah. just spam, you mean? Yeah, it's true. True enough, I guess. I mean, it's easy. Some because we do get a lot of them, like straight from PR firms or whatever. But once the email gets out there, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. You know what we also have to do? We have to do our next um, offensive show. And mm. this offense, the next offensive show was going to be listener submissions offensive. And I've actually had these in the can for uh, months. I've had them for know. months. I've seen what offends people lately, and I I, I just uh... oh no, some of these some of these are pretty good. So we have one by a band called Forgotten Rebels called Bomb the Boats and Feed the Fish, which is about which is about immigrants. <laughs> so that was now that was submitted by, by one Holly. of our couple of female yeah. listeners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have she she submitted a bunch like Lucky the Donkey, which is apparently is about donkey sex. And so oh, yeah, Holly yeah, is uh, yeah, Holly is uh yeah. She's going to be heavy on this one. So but we do have Lucky to do that one next. I think well, it's, it's soon. funny. Like I said, like I said, we get some bizarre stuff, and uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be held responsible for something. <laughs> well, I, I get. Well, the offensive show is we're we're just playing it, man. We're not. Uh, we didn't record them, so don't 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 get upset by us. Don't get upset with us. Well, that doesn't seem to matter, Neil. It doesn't seem to matter if you're the responsible party or not anymore. Like John Bates put up a bank called the Space Frogs with I'm into necrophilia, so that's that's gonna there be a go. good one. That's gonna be a good one. So look forward when to that. Pick, what's, look what's forward that to that, pop pickers. That British band Mac Lads, half their songs. Oh, are... the Mac Lads, yeah, yeah. Now you're a poof or something. Now he's a, that's that's one of mine. Uh, submitted by John. Now he's a poof by John. So a go. poof is a 
homosexual is what that is. And then my mailman Mike uh, put in uh, capitalist casualties with fuck the Christians. <laughs> That's there you go. a good one. So, yeah, well, look forward to that show. That's going to be a good one. All right. Well, listen. Yeah, I don't know. We, we'll do that sometime. You know, they... I don't know. <laughs> I threw Tom off, everybody. Well, no, no. I, 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 I'm I, looking at some of the stuff we get said. I was just thumbing through it. It's, it's, it, it's some of it. It's clear that they don't know who we are, or what we do, because they would never send it otherwise. Well, the funny thing is, it shouldn't be a surprise. On, on you know, the, our title gives it away, kind of thing, right? <laughs> Punk till I but die. I did, did, <laughs> This this one thing, Neil, this one project, and it's just so funny because it's this, like, it's all, like, right-wing, like, right-wing theme music. Oh, that Durst the Worst thing? Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't figure out if it was, I just, I, I, I so I tried, like, YouTubing it or something. I think he's, like, a, actually, like, a political guy or something. Oh, Jesus. Well, and it's, the song titles, titles are actually hilarious, but I definitely think that, uh, people would not be thrilled with some of this stuff. Let me, let me look it up here real quick. Cause some of these songs would absolutely. So the name of the album is fake and gay. <laughs> Lion leftist scum. Is it? Lion one? Leftist scum. How about, how about this for a song title, Neil? This is this one. This is trigger warning. Plug your ears. People King Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. And if you disagree, you are a subhuman pile of leftist maggot shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> The and here's here's the other one that the, here's the one I was gonna play actually because I don't want anything to do with the any of these the other ones because I think it's very funny is the you know the lost uh, masculine anthem you know you hear about these feminine anthems you know you got you got these great feminine anthems well here's the great masculine anthem Neil it's called my foreskin my choice <laughs> <laughs> all right. Neil, let's wrap this sucker up. Play us, play us one more song. Actually, let's it's, go back to our respective It's funny colleges. that you mentioned that. Now that you've mentioned that, it's got me thinking of a completely different song that I want to play. You want to do you want to do the foreskin episode, don't you? No, but I do want to do. <laughs> so when when we did our um our day out at our uh, Siren Records, and uh, you know everyone was so nice to give us lots of stuff. Um, yes. Alan gave me um a Black Dahlia, uh not. It wasn't the dwarfs; it was his solo stuff, I guess. Oh, the gentleman black single, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I am going to swap out my last song with this Black Dahlia single, and it is called Loungy, Met- isn't it? It's called Metros. No, it's funny, and then it's really offensive. It's called Metrosexual Man. <laughs> canceled. Meals canceled. <laughs> yep. So this is Blag with Metrosexual Man. And you know what? I might actually play us out with something else. But um, yeah, Blag Dahlia, Metrosexual Man. Now have you ever met a fellow kind of mellow with those hello chitty eyes? There was really something fishy with that walk all sweet and swishy in the thighs. He's always dressed to the nines, scoping out his perfect behind. He's like a homo fashion hero, a straight guy but a queero, just searching for designer good times. He looks so gay that you could eat him, and women wanna be him. He's a Metrosexual, metrosexual, he's a metrosexual. 
singer from the uh, dwarves with uh metrosexual man well he's the main guy from the dwarves right he writes the songs yeah. too yeah he's the only constant at this point yeah who am i f- oh. they were my favorite band that's uh at uh punk rock bowling mm. i have to say i thought they the was... funny thing about the dwarves is like all the past members still contribute yeah so like you pick up the new doors album there might be 15 people on it hmm. but you know he he sings 90 percent of the songs sometimes the uh guitar player he who should not be named sings too but yeah that's the guy in the mask right the gimp mask yeah yeah I'm trying to think if the other guy ever sings the bass player wrecks everything i don't know it doesn't well, matter anyway well i'll tell you what that th- this is how impressive the dwarves were at punk rock bowling i really didn't i mean i've heard dwarf stuff before but i didn't really know them very well but they blew me away and they were the best band i saw at punk rock bowling and that's without really knowing any of the songs so mm. that's how good they were so there you go there you go. Very good. Yeah. What so, have we learned? Any, what have we learned, any, Neil? Anything? Uh, I don't know if we've learned a damn thing except for uh, my cat's really cool and uh, mm-hmm. and your dog had to go out. I think that might be all we've learned. No, better nothing, I guess. Well, I'll tell you what. So, what record? Okay, are you waiting in any records? 
like did you buy anything else at record store day that you're waiting for i have one record i'm waiting on right now and i ordered it it's a one-off thing it's a obscure thrash band from san diego or something called or sacramento or something called uh psychosomatic that's the only thing i'm waiting on right now okay i'm waiting like i said um and i well i have, I, I think I, actually that's not true i have a couple people sending me stuff i think but i'm trying to, i think that's the only thing i have mail order out right now like i said christmas is coming i feel like a tool buying a bunch of crap for myself as the season approaches i've got um Teenage Bottle Rocket album, obviously, I said, and Colored Vinyl, I'm waiting for. We went for months for that. Um, and then... That listen, new... dude, you can, you can listen to the black one while, while I come, before I come and get it next week. Um, so that band... Uh, you've heard of the band Pep Talk, right? Who was the guys from yep. uh, Young Rochelle's or whatever. They've got a really yep. fun album called Live, Laugh, Lobotomy. Yeah, um, I thought that was it was sold out everywhere but then one record uh i, I don't know it was a distribution place or something suddenly posted some uh for cheap actually so i bought one of those so i'm waiting for that uh what else i actually i, See, a... I think they're i think they're only doing like 300 of these things because they're selling right. out so quick. they sell out so fast especially the different that, colors that, yeah that cap gun heroes album is really growing i mean that's definitely top 20 for me i don't think it's gonna crack top 10 but man I, I really do like that album it is a really good album it is um i've got a social distortion album coming which i ordered in a moment of weakness uh which one you're not gonna even want to know what it is or how much i paid for it Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a first press of Mommy's Little Monster. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. fooling his money. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a it's one of my favorite albums of all time. That new, so that new craft pressing sounds so good. I guarantee my new craft pressing sounds way better than that first press in your mind. Yeah, it, it, that that doesn't matter to me though. It's the fact that this is the original, the way it was originally meant to be. Um. Anyway. I'm waiting Cheap on that. Cheap and flimsy and scratched. You're, sounds like you. Cheap and bloody flimsy. <laughs> um, actually, you're not cheap and flimsy. You're cheap and... I'm uh, cheap, but I'm not flimsy. No, you're not flimsy at all. No. <laughs> Fire plug. Yeah. Um, and then I'm waiting. I, I ordered, it's one of those things. I ordered so much stuff on Friday in such a hurry that I don't even remember what I ordered now, to be honest. Well, I'll tell you what. Inspired by this, I'm going to go order that freeze record right now. Yeah, go do it. Go do it. Um... And... Maybe throw in that negative approach seven inch I was looking at. Oh, so okay, so um, are you done? Are you are you done? Does anything else you want to talk about? Nah. Okay. Okay. Durst the worst. Um, so I'm go downstairs and hang out with my wife for a little bit before I have to go to bed or get called out to work all night again. Well, hopefully, pretty soon we're going to be interviewing an all female band from England called the Ramones. Oh, yes. The Ramones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, we got another. Who, yep. who, even though they sound like a Ramones tribute band, they're actually not. They actually have a really, really good new album out. And um, I am going to play us out with my favorite track. The new album is called Haphazard. It's brand new. And I am going to play us out with my favorite song off of that record. And it really speaks to me because it... Um, it, it it's not. You got a lot of songs. You got a lot of songs speaking to you, pal. You, did you have a stroke or something? No, but it does though, because this song's called. You Last... seem to be more emotionally available than you were even a week ago. I'm very. I'm very. I, dude, I'm an open book. What can I tell you? When my heart on my sleeve. <laughs> um, this is a song... nobody ever gets past the first two chapters, though, buddy. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I slam it shut on their hands. Uh, this song's called "Last Punk in the Village." And um, you will see what I mean. You listen to the lyrics and you'll see what I mean. So anyway, so um, 
let's uh, let's say goodbye, and then I'll play out with the Ramonas with Last Punk in the Village. So, Tom, uh, keep a little Listen, mark man. in your heart, buddy. Keep a little mark in your heart. Yeah. It's been a pleasure shooting the shit with you, as always. Yeah, same for and, you. Oh, uh, and I'll yeah. see you when I'll see you in. Jeez, uh, a little soon. Yeah, a little bit in like ten days or something like that. That'll be cool. Yes. Yeah. So sounds good, man. Yeah. All right. So we'll uh, we'll see you all next time. So, uh, stay free. Uh, keep a little mark in your heart. And thanks for listening. Smell you later. Smell you later, everybody. Bye.